listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Who dreamt of acting in plays Demonstration with a man Had a trapped in a maze Trying to find herself again Much of that she gave Love can free us Two with some react as a slave Funny We love her more when they relaxed in a grave Wonder if a thug is raw Is he acting afraid Everybody loves someone I attract shade Heard of the love of money But compassionate pays Envisioning the hereafter Listening to Steve Wonder On a quest for love like the proceed drummer I strike like lightning and don't need thunder Inhale imagination and breathe wonder That's your lady I used to run up in her And gee weed from her It's a cold world and niggas need summer Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast Your host Rod and Karen That's right, Saturday morning So that means one thing and one thing only What? Feedback time Yes, it's some goddamn snow yeah, the show fine. got started a little late. Sorry, guys. We was on um, uh, uh, CP time today because uh, apparently it was snowing. I didn't and, uh, even know. I was uh, about 45 minutes away from the house. So, you know, that was nice. I didn't know because Roger got up bright and early this morning. I was in here just resting and chilling. He talking about it snowing. I was like, snow? Nigga, what? Yeah, so. I picked that side. I was like, oh, damn it. You snow? Yeah, so. I we snow. had a. Uh, sorry. No, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, it was uh, it was an interesting time um, dealing with all this goddamn snow. But I found a way across town, made it to uh, back home, took my shower, and now I'm ready to go, ready to do some podcasting, y'all. Um, of course, the feedback show is a show dedicated to all the fans and stuff that took the time to listen to the show, write in, talk about it. I know you guys want to have your opinions heard and whatnot, and uh, uh, we definitely understand that, man. We're sympathetic to that shit, so we are. That's why we had this show. Uh, for you guys so um i guess let's get right to it uh let's start off with the most important people uh 
uh speaking of beautiful girls in the room mm-hmm. hmm, for some reason looking at these voicemails um i don't even see a voicemail on here past 24th of february so maybe we'll have any voicemails this week Dad, uh, you know how Skype do. Skype was like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck this. I promise you, we're going to get somebody to say, I call and you didn't read it. Uh, I do you want to reset it real quick? Yeah, let me reset it real yeah, quick. Yeah, I guarantee you, when we have it like that, some go be like, I called and left y'all a funny message and y'all didn't even play it. Well, I don't know, man. I'm looking at Skype. I don't see any calls, man. So I'm, I'm going to assume that, um, and I, I'll, re- I'll reset it again, but. Um, I'm pretty sure we didn't get a lot of calls, man. We must have did such a good job covering everything. Uh, there was nobody that had a descending opinion. Nobody really wanted to be heard. And, uh, sure. uh, we must have did a good job. So, uh, I'll just take it as, as a compliment for now. Uh, but let's talk about the people that gave money because a lot of people gave money this week. Woohoo! I like this, son. Yeah. Some of my favorite people in the earth, uh, people that give us money for the show. Uh, Jennifer Harper, uh, a, I was, wait, should I not say her full name? Jennifer H. Let's pretend this didn't happen. <laughs> Sorry about that, Jay. Uh, uh, she hit us up, uh, with recurring donation. She started a new one. So we appreciate the recurring donation, man. Um, it means a lot to us. It means that you guys understand our dedication and commitment to the show and that we will, um, be here for the duration, you know, and that we we're, will. um, so I'm sure you guys wouldn't recurrently donate to something unless you thought it would be here the next month. Yes, sir. Uh, Jay. Janie W, J-Dub, um, she donated to the show. Um, uh, Russell J, thank you for the recurring donation. Uh, brand Russell new. Russell J sound like a basketball player. Right, right. <laughs> like Dr. J's yes. uh, less athletic brother or something. Yes, Dr. J's great, great, great grandson. Yeah, like, but man, you know, uh, they didn't know Dr. J averaged 30, but his little brother averaged 40 when he was playing, but he just didn't get to the NBA because yeah. he got caught up on some oh, yeah, I don't know nothing about him. You know, it's always something keeping brothers from making it. Yep. Like, I got a coach that didn't like me. It's like, really? The same coach didn't like everybody? How? Come on. Uh, yeah. Maybe you were an asshole as a kid. I ain't got the truth. Well, uh, this was not as good as you thought you was. Hollywood Larian with What's the recurring up, donation. Dog? Appreciate it, Hollywood. Um, we had a, a one-time donation from Regina M., and she also sends this message. Thanks for being an awesome example of what real love is. Uh, that's right. Us and Mary J. Blige. Uh, thank oh, you. Oh, real love with them taxes. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> real love. I'm, I'm searching, searching for, for some money. <laughs> Cause I need to pay these taxes back. <laughs> Get on it, Mary J. I love you, baby, but pay your taxes, honey. Shade. Uh, she says, thank you for keeping me company at work and making me laugh my ass off, Gigi. Well, thank you very much, Regina. We appreciate it, uh, Gigi. And, uh, thank you for donating. That means a lot. Um, uh, Maurice November, uh, Miami Vice villain. He donated to the show. Uh, Marvin B. Yes. Marvin, Marvin B. B. Yeah. Recurring donation. Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Clark, uh, Marcus Clark. He hooked us up with a recurring donation. Uh, somebody let K Ray in from the inside. Yes, and, they um, did. apparently the donation got left in there. Uh, Jessica Kane. <laughs> she, she left us a recurring the donation. The librarian. Yep. Uh, Jason H. He left us a recurring donation. Look at all these. Look at all this money. Yes. I'm rich. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you. I'm so glad that people finally filed their taxes. You got to April the 15th. Yeah, this is awesome. This Is, is this what being white feels like? 
I know, right? What white podcasting feel like? Well, they just like, be like, ching, it's ching, in there. Ching. Don't even talk. Don't even acknowledge they gave us money. Fuck them. <laughs> it's in there, and they just mm-hmm. we, we 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 want we want everybody to know y'all gave. Yeah, man. All this in a week. What the fuck happened? It must have been tax returns, like mm-hmm. you said. Uh, Michael Irvin, the playmaker, he hit us with a recurring donation. Angela P, recurring donation. Uh, B. Cole, um, of course, the cubicle Negro. Um, well, former cubicle Negro. I guess he's still I know in the cubicle. Cold. Uh, and yeah, yeah they can't cold, kick him out the cubicle. And that cold ass, uh, Minnesota. Yes. Ooh. Uh, shout out to the eight black people out there. Helen Van Lowe of the Van Lowe Foundation. Oh, the Van Lowe Estate Gang? Yes. <laughs> we're, we're, we're looking for you next month. And I look forward to dining with you. You know, I, we got your invitation. We need to RSVP you so we can see your estates next month. Yeah, I feel like, uh, if your last name is Van Lowe, then people refer to your entire family, not just your name. So oh, like, oh yeah. Oh, you mean the Van Lowe's? Yes, you know, yes. Like that. And, and then like, if you're from a place, it's like, you know, oh, the Van Lowe's of Providence? Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, you mean the Venlo Island? Yes, yes, yes. yes. You'll be Such flying over there soon. Such a dear. Such a dear. Uh, Mark A, he donated to, with a recurring donation, man. Uh, Damian Jackson. Who I am for real. Recurring donation. Thank you very much. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She know, uh, Marsha H, she hit us with the recurring donation too, man. We'll see her on April Fool's Day, according to this. Woo-hoo. What if everybody is just doing this for April Fool's and that's going to be the thing? It's like in a month when we're looking for all these donations again, uh, we're not going to get them. It's going to be like, ha ha, it was a joke, nigga. We set y'all up a month in advance. We're just playing. Um, Jeremy Wilson, Jeremy W, hit us with the one-time donation. Thank you, J-Dub. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And then... Damian Jackson, Ooh, I am for real, with another just a regular ass donation. And he said, because y'all some cool ass niggas, hashtag taxes. <laughs> <laughs> we thank the tax man. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, IRS. We appreciate it. We sure do. Uh, April T with the recurring donation um, hooked us up, man. We appreciate it, April. Um, Profess LCH, Linda Charlemagne hey, Harris. Harris. Hood us up with a, a donation, a one time, and it says, still laughing, still riding. Kudos to working like you're playing. Cause those of us who are paying attention see the job you two are doing. That's right. Put in that work. Thank you, ma'am. All our fans gonna get this work. So, yes, they are. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you very much. And, it, and it won't, and it won't be in a 45 minute long ass rap. I promise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, it's gonna, yeah. It won't yeah. be us, uh, battling uh other no, podcasts we, no we, we not we not bad at rapping yeah um but you still gonna get this work though yeah i found your real daddy and here's a picture of him now now we're gonna now we're gonna rap battle no no we, um, we, we ain't going for that uh mr old days that made me feel old um uh, <laughs> <laughs> so people keep sending me that video like hey man you seen this rap battle i'm like it's 57 minutes there's not 57 minutes of rap to be had about any motherfucker on the no. planet. Oh, what happened to playing a beat and everybody get 60 to 90 seconds? Right. They bringing up pictures of you from like middle school and shit now. I was like, look at it. He wore corduroy, y'all. Ooh, it don't even round no more. Well, anyway. that's, that's, that's why you need some pink moisturizer in your hair. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> used to have a jerry curl. Uh, Ooh. That's the best battle rap I've ever seen. Hardcore right there. <laughs> um, now make an album. It's impossible. I don't know how. Um, <laughs> no, Lewis, it will suck. Uh, Lewis E. Jr., he hit us with a recurring donation. Uh, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Um, Nikki Nixon, she hit us with a recurring donation. Thank you very much. Um, and that was the last one. But listen to all those donations I just read. Yes. It's crazy. 
Thank you guys. Ah, it feels good, man. It Thank fe- y'all for showing us some love, y'all. Yeah, we appreciate it. It feels sincerely. Yes, it feels really good to be showered with love. Oh man. All right, let's let's talk about other stuff we got to do. Um so of course we got the polls. Uh we got iTunes reviews. We mm-hmm. have people that left comments on the actual theblackouttest.com. We have emails. Um what do you want to do first? Uh and of course we have voicemails. Like I said, I don't think we got a ton of them. Uh, you know, the voice thing is cyclical. Like, it'll be like, we'll have 20 something one week, and I'm like, God damn, I hate myself. And I bet you some of them probably like rolling where it was like, you know what? No, we skipped last week. Let's combine them all this week. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, uh, there is a, a, you know, a poll dedicated to voicemails this, this week because people, you know, gotta know, did, did J Rod, did he call? I'm, I don't know. We was talking about that. You know, what's the over under for the amount of messages that J Rod left this week? Because I think that's one of the polls is the over under is at two and a half. So, mm-hmm. you know, actually, you know, when we get to that, I'm going to check the chat room to see what what percent, you know, people think that uh, he's going to leave less or more. Um, but it's one of the polls. If you haven't voted yet, go to blackouttips.com and vote. Um, so I guess the first things we need to do is do the iTunes reviews, right? Let's do it. All right. We got a couple iTunes reviews, but we have a pretty easy policy. Everybody's adopting it now because they realized that in our, uh, you know, uh, that we were right and that everybody else was wrong. Yep. And, uh, I, you don't have to apologize to me and you don't have to, uh, you know, I, I felt the mocking judgment in many of your podcasts and they was like, y'all only take five star reviews. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. keep taking them, keep accepting anybody's shit. Okay. I keep know doing it. So. I don't, you only get rewarded here for positive reinforcement. Now look, what I mean by that is you can give me five star review on iTunes and we will read it no matter what. Yes, we will. You have to say, so do you have to tell us that we're great? No. Mm-mm. You can fucking be disgusted with this show. There's plenty of reasons yes. to dislike our show. I, true. You know, it's an offensive show. Uh, we, it is. We don't always know what the fuck we're talking about. No, we're, we're, uh, we're politically incorrect. Mm, it's long. Very long. You know, very, very long. We take up nine to 12 hours of your week. My voice is too high. I'm too country. So if you got plenty of fucked up shit to say, I mean, say it, but say it with your chest. And by that, I mean, go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review, and then say whatever you have to fucking say. Um, Jenny Bunny writes in, great way to start, uh, what, great way to get through the day. Man, we all just keeping Jenny Bunny through the day, man. I know how it is, working that grind. She said, I'll listen to TBGWT anywhere and everywhere as soon as it's uploaded to iTunes. I literally LOL during Karen's Cadoba rant. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. And had some explaining to do to my office neighbor. It's always a good time on the Blackout Tips. Keep up the great work. Love y'all. We love you too, Jenny. Yes, we do. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for leaving us a five-star review. Toxic Levels of Ratchet Five Stars by Special Ops underscore. This show is so ratchet, you'd never guess that Rod and Karen went to an HBCU. Or would you? <laughs> After all, everyone knows the White Man's Ice is Cold episode 170. So he must be going through the archives. Yeah, and while you're talking about that, you made me think of y'all still got time to vote for the tippies. Mm-hmm. Yep, you still have time to go out there and vote for the tippies. We probably won't do that for a few more weeks. So, uh. Everybody trying to catch up and listen and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly, man. So make sure you guys do that. Um, <laughs> and, and we will, uh, 
uh we'll go ahead and um hook that up but uh yeah make sure you guys leave us five star reviews on itunes we always can use them it always helps the show it's probably what keeps us in the hottest shows or top 100 comedies all that type of stuff and also for those of you that are outside of the united states even canada we know we like right beside y'all but y'all not considered america Mm -hmm. so anywhere outside of the united states and you leave us an itunes review and you have not heard it Please hit us up on Facebook or Twitter and let us know because other than that, we do not know that you left it because iTunes is like, you know what? We only going to do where you located it. Yeah, it's a nationalistic enterprise, son. They do not respect every country out here. So you got to you gotta let us know what country you're from because if not, it's just going to say uh, this was left for you in America. So if you're listening, you're overseas, you left a review or you want to leave a review, uh, give us a heads up, man. Either hit us on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Check out the blackoutest.com slash about for our contact information and uh, let us know uh where you're from and uh we'll read that on the show too as long as it's five stars now if you left us less than five stars i don't give a fuck where you from i'm not we reading not that shit. reading it so and that's if your country allows you to leave a review because in some countries uh they like you know what itunes y'all can listen but you can't leave comments in that yeah. case leave us leave us an email like they might not be as free as america no like you like know? you can go into some of them but when it's like comments that that shit is blank I, i've seen it i was like oh what oh oh, oh oh i guess if you stay in this country uh we won't be hearing from you today yeah so all right y'all handle y'all business man um i guess we got play these voicemails right let's do it see what everybody thinks uh j-rod over under two and a half let me check the chat room to get everybody's secret uh secret uh <laughs> bets <laughs> who's who's oh okay Elena brothers is going oh with the over he thinks it'll get more than two and a half over says Shamil. over uh karen says over <laughs> what karen says over. <laughs> sterling says over everybody going over all right man let's uh check the voicemails and let, let's see what happens uh to this um what this time the fuck what's going on Mr. Rod Ms. Karen it's your boy Keith from Dallas um called me to say what up uh you know I was doing my little sports thing looking around checking out the trade so by the time you get this message though trade would have trading already happened deadline in the past and guess what I found out your cousin coming to the Mavs dog Hey, that's some good shit right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I know his last team been using properly. So, shit, I'm hoping he gets some, um, some valuable PT because on the cool, um, I hate the fucking marriage, but hey, it's your fam. So, on the cool, I like the kid game. You know what I'm saying? He he adjusted, made it seven to a three-point specialist, specialist. So, shit, man. Hey, I'm, I'm hoping he can get his shit on down here. Will it do something? That's some good shit, man. Good shit. Um, Nick Jew, my um, Golden State Warrior sister. Uh, your Megan was on point. Um, couldn't stop laughing. You know what I'm saying? You do your thing, man. Uh, go Golden State. Um, and yeah, let me see. What well, that's something else? Yeah, hey, man. Before I go. Nope, there ain't nothing else. Y'all take it easy, man. <laughs> and like I say, hope your cousin do good down here, man. Me and my team will be rooting for him. All right, y'all be good. Peace. 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 
Oh man. Thank you very much, Keith. Uh yeah, my cousin got traded from Atlanta to Dallas. Uh and uh yeah, it, Atlanta they just weren't using the right and mm-hmm. you know, it's that's kind of the NBA thing is you got to get to the right place and you know, they got to be going in the right direction. You need good coaching, people that can use your skill sets. I'm not sure what the coaching situation is in Dallas and I got to look at that roster situation, but you know, the most important thing about all this shit and let's never forget that is that he's getting paid. I know so, so. <laughs> So whatever. That's all I'm concerned about. <laughs> yeah, it's like if they not putting him in the game, the check's still clear. Um, but I, yeah, I do root for him to keep to get back to playing a lot and stuff because uh, he's definitely uh, proving himself. And uh, you know, it's suck not him not getting to be in the three point contest this year because yeah. you know it's his team. It's not his fault, but you know that team fucking is terrible in Atlanta, and uh, it can't Dallas can't be any worse for him than atlanta uh mm-hmm. as far as on the court now off the court he was in atlanta brother i mean shit he probably was having a good time you know he was you know? to georgia tech too <laughs> yeah and he went to georgia tech yeah so yeah, all right next voicemail what's up Rod and karen this is chris chris an expat an american expat living in sweden all right just want to let you guys know that sweden wow doing a great job i love the show uh, kind of makes me wish I were black, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> do best what you got, I guess. Uh, we, being white's pretty awesome, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You don't say. Keep it up. Uh, you got a good positive review coming your way pretty soon. So I'm out of breath. I just, it's the evening, so I went out and uh, did some food shopping. So I'm just on my way home. So I give you guys a call. You guys rock. <laughs> The best podcast on my feed by far. I gotta let you know. Cool, cool. Uh, funniest too. Uh, that used to be, that used to be the crab feast. You check that podcast. That was pretty fucking funny. But now you're on the top. So that's what's up. Uh, oh, I guess I should plug my own podcast. Yes, yeah, go ahead. Sarcastic kitten. Sarcastic kitten. Find us on okay. iTunes. Just three. Three white guys talking about random shit. One of us is gay, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> so, what? You guys take care. <laughs> Peace. We got a we got an international call. Hey, <laughs> I like that. I, I like I, I like that our show is so good. It made him wish he was black. That is um. Uh, definitely some type of achievement unlocked. I've I, yes. I not heard that before. You have unlocked an achievement for that one. It's like when you cried over Hadea uh, Pendleton and uh, the <laughs> and the time that uh, Obama had to show his birth certificate. I never wanted to be so black. <laughs> but, nah, we appreciate it, Chris. We uh, do. That's crazy. Thank you for taking the time to call, check out, sweetie. I guess uh, we'll, you know people can go check out the sarcastic uh, kitten mm-hmm. and um, with the three white dudes and one of them is gay. Uh, like that is a. Uh, tagline to promote anything <laughs> <laughs> so we let you know what's happening over here yeah like that would be good for a movie tagline i know uh, right a blog like <laughs> it's just three white dudes and one of us is gay it's like you had to guess which one each show you know that would be cool like a different one is gay this time each show yes like which one of y'all is gay this time you never know um but yeah thanks for thanks for the voicemail thank you sweetie uh, we appreciate it that's that's uh, awesome makes me wish i was black that is awesome. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, Rod and Kim, this is your boy Howard. 
Keith Smith II. I'm the one who wrote in that that one about uh, Bass Reeves. I actually forgot to mention one more thing. He actually got out of slavery by knocking the fuck out of his slave master in a card game and running like shit. I think that would have worked more as a worked as a better point that that sounds black to me than him being a murderer. If you are right, <laughs> getting off don't sound very black to me because I know like five dudes that that could that got pulled over and they didn't go away for a long time, but. They went for some time. I didn't see them for like a bit of time. But um keep doing what you do. You good the show's pretty good. Um <laughs> Yeah. One more thing. Please, please, please fuck what that guy said about your voice. Fuck him. I got a fucked up voice, you can hear it too. <laughs> like the three of City and Power, I'm out. <laughs> all right um i like uh, the compliments we're getting today is uh funniest podcast on my feet mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> what did he just say he said uh pretty good yep i feel like the most beautiful girl in the room oh <laughs> in the whole wide room <laughs> in the whole wide room you guys have the best podcast of the three podcasts that I'm aware of. Yep. But uh nah, thanks for the uh thanks for the voicemail. Thank you. And uh yeah, I had to look up some more info on Bass Reeves. I mean, uh <clears throat> it sounds pretty cool, but um uh, you know, I I just gotta check it out. I don't know enough about uh about that, you know. I get all my black history from Django and Jane. So <laughs> that's how I, that's how I learn. Next voicemail. Hey, it's your boy Howard T. Smith, the second. Once again, uh, about what you were saying about the whole crime issue, I believe it. Uh, I don't really know what to reference it to because I'm from boring ass Lansing, Michigan. And the thing about Lansing is we don't really have what you would call a crime problem because, like, it's small enough that, like, you walk a good less than 30 minutes in one direction. Eventually, you are out of the city limits of Lansing. Walk east, you're in East Lansing. Walk west, you're fucking Grand Ledge. You walk north. You know, you're in the wit. You walk south. You're in, like, Holt or some shit. You obviously don't know you're not from Michigan. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like we don't have a crime problem but it's a combination of dudes coming from worse places and fucking things up and people who don't understand you are not from a hard ass town. I know I don't come from a hard town because I have no, I have no reason to walk around with any form of weapon. I gotta learn really how to fight, you know, so it's not that dangerous. And I know people are getting bored and stupid, especially in the wintertime, because, like, the bus station is the worst place to be in this motherfucker. Because, like, <laughs> considering that the bus station is also, the city bus station is also the 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 Greyhound station, which means they got to oh. go, like, out of mm. the state and out of the country to go, like, Canada with Greyhounds. 
you know, somebody shooting around there, they don't just call the cops to investigate what the fuck happened. I have gone there several times and seen national security because some dumb, dumb motherfuckers around there, they're bored and want to do things. So anyway, yeah, I feel you on that. I've been to worse places like Arkansas. Like Resident Evil Five and that bitch down there. Oh man, hope nobody listening from Arkansas today just got some shade for no reason. Just wow. All right, uh, last voicemail. Not that. That means everybody was wrong. I guess we all was. Maybe J Rod got his feelings hurt, but no call. What's up, Mister Rod? It's Karen. Support Keith from Dallas. Um, what's the observation of people? Uh, I was looking at this uh, video of Vincent kissing Aaron Andrews at the uh, Daytona 500, right? Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, is it just me? Or, you know, let's say we playing guest and race, and we just wanted to see what Aaron Andrews was thinking, and the little cartoon bubble popped over her head. I, I just thought the horror in her face, man, she was kind of thinking, Get them nigger lips off me, you dirty <laughs> bastard. <laughs> nigger lips. And when she said that and started to run, the little cartoon bubble went on finish his head like, yeah, bitch, I got you. I won. I won. <laughs> and it was all good, man. But it was a freaky-ass thing to see that this chick literally ran for 50, man. I mean, Wow. That ain't guess the race. That's like, guess what the racist is thinking? You know what I'm saying? How about that game? Guess what the racist is thinking? <laughs> that's why I was hauling that ass off. She put some track shoes on, and she got out of there, buddy. I'm just saying. I guess you go fast at the Daytona 500, right? Always. All right, man. Uh, I'll tell you these. It's just an observation. You know, maybe y'all saw it. Maybe you didn't. I saw it on Twitter. the news from me first thing in the morning you that get means, some ratchet ass news yeah that also means he's getting a bunch of pictures of naked women mm-hmm. uh, between the news and gifs of tumblr and shit because that's mm-hmm. i wake up in the morning I, I go check out the headlines and I tweet about them and then i look at naked women and i tweet about that and that's it for today it's like yep go to work um <clears throat> yeah i haven't even seen the video of 50 cent uh kissing aaron andrews um I, i've been hearing a lot about it people have been sending it to me uh i'll put a link to it in the chat i guess um for everybody if they want to um want to view that or whatnot but yeah i haven't even uh looked at it. i haven't even been bothered to it because i mean 
that nigga come man what the fuck i'm like yeah and she ain't the only think? one that would be running just because that nigga went on oprah and acted like he had sense for an hour in front of oprah i was supposed to like him and shit that shit does never that never works on me like lance armstrong 50 cent and all these motherfuckers go talk to oprah and then all the black people forget these niggas ain't got no fucking sense and then they go out a month later and do some coon shit and it's like oh that is right that motherfucker is crazy is a thug that'll do anything for attention so yeah i guess he tried to kiss aaron andrews and i don't know uh i don't know when i see shit like that i'll be like emmett till die for this shit really this is what's this is what's up (laughs) like come on man um all right uh what else that's the last voicemail so all of y'all lost y'all got the under for j-rod oh he didn't call even once to try to prove you guys a point by making the show better so i don't know who wins here me either <laughs> it's like everybody lost their bets today it's like what the show only gonna be an hour <laughs> what what <laughs> no emails no voice notes with j-rod what do y'all what do y'all prefer man anyway uh i'm sure he'll still be representing down down baby going up to the east side West on side. the roller coaster mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh all right man let's uh talk about the actual website and the things that happen there um you go to the blackouttips.com we have polls after every episode of the show. We also have, um, you can leave comments directly on the episode, uh, and uh, a bunch of other ways to get in contact with us. Obviously, we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that. Uh, the first episode last week was the feedback show, Over Under. And the poll for the show was Over Under Two and a Half Voicemails for J Rod next week. 82.6% of people picked the over. over. The over. And seventeen point three nine percent of people went with the under. Mm-hmm. So under one, eighteen percent of people was right. <laughs> Y'all Most was right. Most of us was wrong. Yep. Uh, maybe J. Rod was just stacking the deck in his own favor, and he voted for the under, and then he messed y'all up. Chris the from truth. He was like, "I them niggas counting, so I'm be sure I'm gonna throw them off." Chris from Hawaii writes in. He says, "Was sure J. Rod would go over three voicemails." It would figure that when he we actually want to hear him, he cut it short. Oh, well, there's always next feedback show. Oh, yeah, I wasn't fishing for my musical recommendation to be played on the show, just that Karen might like the CD. Oh, okay. Well, when y'all email theblackoutist.com, I can't tell which ones y'all want us to read on the show and which ones y'all don't unless y'all say it. So yep. if uh, you're just sending it to us to say here's some music you might like uh, and you don't want to read on the show, then just uh, denote that and uh, we'll work on that. Um, episode 427 is when we went down the road. We recorded at Underground Sounds, uh, studios and with Shadow Dog Productions and all those people in the room. We had a good time. Um, the episode was 427. The Pope got catfished. Mm-hmm. Cause I was right. I told you y'all. Did. And then all of a sudden the scandal hits and apparently, uh, they, you know, there's more to it. We'll actually probably talk about it more in depth tomorrow because there's a whole article that I didn't read about this, but, okay. you know, there's all kinds of like videos and, mm-hmm. Uh, gay prostitutes involved and um, cross-dressing priests. It's on, y'all. It's, I told on y'all. I told y'all with my catfish senses that this shit was. I was like, this seemed like catfish. Um. All right. So the poll was: Do you think the Pope got catfished? Yes or no? Uh. Yes. Sixty-three percent of people think the Pope got catfished, which means no. Thirty-seven percent of people just think he's a pedophile that didn't get caught catfish um but that's why you know it gets confusing i understand yes, it does uh we had comments on the show 
um a wood says should the home alone series go into the impossible white man genre it really does feel a uh it really does feel a, co- a kid holding down a house like it's the alamo from criminal uh fit misfits um no absolutely not i've said this before one is a comedy so that you can't have that two no one fucking dies uh so that ain't impossible at all you know like just because something is improbable in a movie does not make it an impossible white man movie you guys have got to stop being so thirsty about this it's like uh saying that uh it's a tank because uh you know you when you because you said uh you mispronounced someone's name but you know or something like that like you spell you might be doing it on purpose yeah it's like you're right it's like saying if you intentionally spell somebody's name wrong then that's a tank you know it's like people so thirsty for this stuff don't don't be thirsty you'll know when you're watching impossible white man movie you won't even have to question yourself nope is this an impossible white man movie you'll go oh oh yeah this is some impossible ass white man shit um Chris from Hawaii says, great show. Wasn't sure how this would go with so many guests joining in and you guys outside of your usual surroundings and no chat room chiming in. Not to worry. You guys quick, you got your guys quick wit, ability to adapt to different topics and canking and canking and Karen, <laughs> Karen's tanking travel. Well, bravo. <laughs> we'll tank. We'll travel. <laughs> <laughs> right got take we'll travel um but yeah so uh we yeah it, the shows on the road are uh uh just a different beast man there's just so many people on mic so many people talking um you know uh so you know and then so some people in the room to the side and and you know i don't know these people these are first time meeting a lot of these people mm-hmm. so i don't know what their opinions are gonna be and we bring mm-hmm. up something like um we get into a gun <laughs> A, a, a the topic like gun bans mm-hmm. or something on the show and uh, who knows where that's gonna go you True. know it's the fun of it but it's also the uh the difficulty of it and, and you know you have to navigate your way through and like make jokes about like how do we get back to being funny when we just talked about like i don't know a kid getting killed or something but we find a way and uh i appreciate everybody uh participating in the show too man they were really cool people yes Amanda Elizabeth says, I was on the show and it was a great deal of fun. I still can't get the hang of it though. I was raising my hand like a kid in school. Actually, that was very helpful, Amanda. Uh, yes, really, it was. Um, th- that makes my job so much easier. easier when I'm looking in that room and I'm like, okay, Amanda has a hand up and in my head I'm going, okay, it looks like, uh, you know, um, Eric has something to say, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna go to Amanda, yeah. and then I'll go to Dexter. And in my head, I'm balanced you know, around the room, right? And because in my mind, even when I'm talking, a lot of times I'm like, okay, as soon as I shut up, Amanda goes uh, has to say something, or as soon as Amanda's done, that's when Dexter's gonna talk. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. Um, anyway, uh, I was raising my hand like a kid in school. I talked so much I could host a whole show talking to the wall alone. But that's no fun. So it was a discipline. Thanks, Rod and Karen, for having me on. I really enjoyed it. And she's oh, always a great guest. Yes. And you're welcome. And there are people that do shows where they talk to the walls, baby. So <laughs> yeah, you could do yeah, it. Yeah, you could do it. And, and, and you, you, yeah. And people will listen. I promise you. Yeah. Yeah. You could do it. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah so 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 um yeah it it was cool having her on and like i said she's a great guest one of these days we got to get her on by herself because she always has a lot to say and honestly um the to me the best guests are the ones that have a lot to say it's, mm-hmm. it's much it's harder to deal with guests that 
don't have a lot don't, to say. Yeah, that, or just don't want to talk or yeah. they're really reluctant. And then, you know, also Karen and I can navigate around someone who's kind of talking too much. Mm-hmm. Um, We'd rather have that. Yeah, than, than too little is... You know, because we'll talk right over your ass. We got a show to do. I know it's so. Can't not be good because you don't want to talk. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Me and Roger talk all the time. Right. Um. All right. We had episode four twenty eight on the down toe. Um. And I really appreciate everybody's discipline. Is I haven't seen anybody try to hit up uh tone and and K Baz and them and bring up that I talked about that foot fetish thing. So. <laughs> That was nice of you guys on Twitter. Either you're either class acts or you're a little bit behind on the show. We'll find out soon, I'm sure, uh, as people <laughs> try to hip them yes. to it. But, um, yeah, so we named the show on the down toe. But one of the big things we talked about and what we made the poll about was uh, the jokes, uh, the humor, satire, quote, unquote, on Quavenjane uh, uh, Wallace. Um mm-hmm. And, uh, the, the poll was, were you upset by Seth MacFarlane or the Onions jokes involving Quavenjan A. Wallace? Um, and several people responded. Uh, the poll results were no. 70% of people said no, they weren't offended. But 30% of people were offended. Um, you know, that have, you know, voted in this poll and stuff. And, uh, like I said, I can get why people get offended. I can get why people don't. Like, you know, I think it's, I think that's the other thing too is like when it comes to, being offended over this people pick their battles and some people check have checked out on this shit mm-hmm. which is like Mm-mm, nope nah i refuse to be mad <laughs> like i my blood pressure's already high i got shit going on at work you know I shit know like that so um but at the same time uh you know i don't begrudge the people that are like Mm-mm. nah fuck that i'm offended you know nope um so let's go down the list of comments classic material says I was upset by the joke posted on Twitter by The Onion. Not upset at all about the jokes by Seth MacFarlane. In fact, We Saw Your Boobs is my new favorite song, Comedy Killer. I have to explain that Comedy Killer thing real quick, too. I guess this counts as feedback. Um, so, I actually, no, I'll wait till tomorrow. I'll explain okay. the show tomorrow. But, yeah, me and me and Classic almost had beef, and I had no fucking idea what was going on. So, you guys can hear that story tomorrow. Um, Stinkin' Lincoln says... I don't watch the Oscars, but it's the onion, the end. So he's one of those people that's like, these motherfuckers are out here pushing the line, trying to do anything for a joke. And I refuse to take them serious. So I'm not going to get mad because of who it's coming from. Like if it was, uh, anybody that was a more reliable or less, uh, sarcastic source, he probably would have, you know, maybe taken offense or discussed it, but he's just like, no, not these niggas. I'm not letting them have it. Um, Anthony Animal Thug Tatum been a while since we read something from him. He I says, know. never knew cunt was a bad word until I started working with different races that take the word to heart. I had only heard it used in Ebony A's era porn. Hey, shout out to Ebony A's. Oh, he's, <laughs> hey, he put, shout out to those giant boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has some giant boobies too. Uh, <laughs> I really like the onion. Um, maybe since it was a tweet, uh, it was, it was a, it was as well thought out as the print work. Oh, it wasn't as well thought out as the print work. As far as Seth MacFarlane, I'm not a big fan of him from Jump. So I guess he was like, fuck him anyway. Um, yeah, I, like, and I really do think, um, just cause I, I didn't plan on even talking about the part about the cunt and white people and stuff, but I really do feel like that shit is true, man. Like we stumbled onto something there and that's more like a, 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 that's not a word for us to be offended by as far as black people or other minorities. It's, 
it's kind of like adopting their offense of these other people to be included in their group but fuck them and fuck their group man like i don't even like when i saw people being like white feminists don't come to our aid it's like fuck them man don't they're not they're not they're never thinking of you Mm-mm. you know I, I remember this sign i saw a long time ago and i and it's supposed to be so it means so much to women and feminists but it was like this song that uh, like john lennon made or somebody i don't know it's probably a tank but it was like uh <laughs> women are the niggers of the world or some shit and i was like um no <laughs> like, it's the not the same it's just like five women five white women standing together holding up that sign no black people and i was like y'all aren't even fucking thinking about us don't try to adopt our plight into your shit like but see it's just like with the black people like get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here man find another way to get your point across because uh this shit is just coming off callous it's like when um Peter was using the whole like dogs in in cages and being like it's just like slavery. It's like well now you lost mm-hmm. me, you know. So when that person comes mm-hmm. up to like, me, last time I looked, did nobody go to Dogtopia and beat the dogs and bring them to America and enslave them and all that bullshit? I don't want to hear that. Dogtopia. <laughs> Dogtopia. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. It's not the same. I like that Dogtopia, but um yeah, so it's kind of like when that same crew comes to me and goes you should be offended by this word too it's like but when i'm offended by some shit your ass ain't here so fuck you i'm not take your word get out of here cunt and uh get the fuck out of you know i don't need your help this fuck you that's how i would feel anyway um uh but keep in mind only men have responded so far so i can understand we might be coming from a place of privilege um i wasn't uh, offended by either says uh ex uh my man silent x media mike uh he put his name as x mike but the x is silent though p (laughs) (laughs) um anyway uh i think people should know that seth mcfarlane's sense of humor by by now um and the onion is a satire site we had the seth mcfarlane thing to me a lot of people were upset and they called it misogynistic and all that stuff and i'm not even going to disagree that it was misogynistic some of the jokes he was making all of that stuff the problem being one you should be mad at the oscars because that's what he's going to bring yes you know it's like when espn hired rush limbaugh everybody yeah. got mad at rush limbaugh yes and then everybody want to get outraged when he say some stupid ass shit but you bought him on it for the controversy in the ratings he gave you the controversy in the ratings they always like oh we didn't know you was gonna step this far and i want to say niggas have y'all heard his motherfucking show yeah he can only step this far this is what he does i'm um, sorry it just makes you angry because it's like why you go get somebody that's outside of outside of your audience range and realm and then get and then are shocked when people are in outrage and then to take it a step further, the institution of the Oscars and how people are judged for being dressed and what they look like, that's already misogynistic. So he ain't mm. doing nothing but joining into a party mm-hmm. that you guys have already started. Yeah, he wasn't doing nothing but the same thing them E-women and, 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 and fashion right. show women and shit was doing since uh, 5 o'clock that morning. Just because he's doing it for applause doesn't make it any less ridiculous than the fact that uh kelly osborne is calling somebody's uh dress uh atrocious and s- talking about uh you know work they're not working it or whatever mm-hmm. that is just as fucked up yes it know? is she just didn't have a mic in her hand it was on stage but this is it's coming from the same place yeah so that, i think i reject the entire institution like i um i didn't i was one of those like uh black people that didn't get uh overly hype about uh Holly Berry and Denzel winning it like it didn't mean shit to me and 
it it wouldn't mean shit to me that uh if Quavigne would have won or not won, I wouldn't have been like out here like this means black people won. But what does mean something is uh seeing a lot of people tell black women to, that they can't fucking uh be mad about they something. They get angry. It's just like, you know, um, and maybe we'll go over it tomorrow with Brandon and, and Deidre because I, you know, I'm sure I could talk about it more in depth. Uh, yes, we can because, yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot more, uh, that goes into that when it comes to anger and, 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 and feelings and emotions and, yeah. and things like that. And, and, um, it's very, being a woman is very frustrating because a man and woman can do the exact same thing, say the exact same words, have the exact same tone, but they will be viewed completely different because one has a penis and one has a vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I think I finally come up with an analogy that, I think guys can understand, especially guys who are in the sports and maybe it'll help, man. Um, and I'll, I'll run it down briefly, but I, like I said, we'll probably talk about it in depth, uh, tomorrow, but it's kind of like how we look at say the NFL and we, uh, black people, black men, especially we recognize the way that they talk about certain players and the way that they talk about other players based on, you know, uh, because we're following, we're paying attention and we can see the tone of something when a black person does it and the tone of something when a white person does the same thing and it's treated very differently. Mm-hmm. So whereas, um, uh, uh, someone like Sean Kemp, uh, becomes an alcoholic and, uh, you know, falls off athletically and he becomes like a walking joke. He becomes, mm-hmm. you know, like a stereotype. Nobody is possibly having this man's back. Yet John Daly or somebody uh becomes uh alcoholic and has problems and he's and he starts to suffer on the golf course and he's bad but somehow he's on an ESPN special you constantly you know what I'm saying you constantly well not even the special just people are talking about him differently it's not yes, about they him. are I, not, I, okay I they're just what you're they're just they don't it's all well he has a disease it's all was all of a sudden it's understanding to, yeah you mm-hmm. know I'm always rooting for him he's the everyman. He represents all of us. We all make mistakes. It's a totally different thing. You know, uh, Gronkowski, uh, the, the tight end for New England is known as a radical party dude. He goes out, breaks his arm during the game. Um, and then there's, he's in the club the next week partying and doing flips and shit. And people are like, what a crazy wild guy. You know, meanwhile, uh, Vince Carter was like, I know it's the playoffs, but I want to go get my degree that I earned from going to college. And my mother, her, her real dream for her son, you know, the, the son that she raised is to see him graduate and she's going to be there. So I'm going to hop a flight, graduate and then hop a flight back and go, uh, go play in this game. And people are like, don't you care about sports? You know, uh, remember another time he hurt his, 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 his knee. And he, they, there were pictures of him at a concert dancing, you know, a while after that. And people were like, if he's so hurt, how can he dance? Well, he can't get on the court. And it's like, y'all have a completely different attitude about these people. Now, if we can notice that, don't you think black women don't notice when, uh, nobody's calling, um, uh, these, these other female, uh, children stars, no one's making the cunt joke. Like no one's pushing that. No one feels edgy when it comes to Miley Cyrus. Like no one has to take it there uh, until, you know, it, so, so it's kind of like that where of course they notice it. And then the major difference is if I said to Karen or any black woman or whatever, I was watching football and I said, Hey, 
you know i'm just so fucking mad i'm sick of how they talk about cam newton like he's some type of fucking thug when uh you know he's a quarterback just like anybody else but they want to praise ben roethlisberger it would be like if every time i said something like that if everybody told me to get over it uh why do i care Mm -hmm. shut up uh what's the what's the problem oh you mad again if if that happened to me every time i brought this shit up every every single time why wouldn't i be mad explain that to me why why at what point am i supposed to be like oh well i guess it's not an issue no it's a fucking issue nobody wants to talk about it either Mm -hmm. so yeah i might come off a little bit angry when you're telling me to get over it every fucking time i bring up some yeah, man, this was fucked up, right? Uh, well, you know, it's time to move on. And, uh, you know, there was, this is what they do. You know, ESPN, that's just what they do when it comes to Cam Newton. And you just, nothing you can do about it. It's like, I just want to talk about it. I just think it's fucked up and I'm angry. Well, you can't be angry because they win if you get angry, my queen, my beautiful. It's like, if that shit happened to me, I would be mad. So I, to me, that's where a lot of the anger comes from is just the idea of like people shouting, shutting them down, you know, and, it's also where that disconnect of like y'all people don't have our backs and we have your backs uh feminist and all this stuff and all these groups and it's like you know you get reminded of that separation and that you're not really part of that group mm-hmm. so that, i think that that's the analogy and maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow maybe we won't but that's that's kind of what i was thinking about the other day um so yeah i get why people were offended but i wasn't if the nigger baby incident didn't make me laugh the onion will have to do more to offend me i guess keep up the great work guys later <laughs> uh and then he also wrote in my comment didn't make sense and shit nigger baby racist guy equal funny the joke on twitter equal not hilarious i got the joke i get why people are offended but i wasn't bah so i guess he cleaned that up uh damian jackson says Seth is hilarious and people relax. It's the fucking onion. Um, so like I said, you know, imagine if a, I was like, yeah, Cam Newton, why do they keep calling him a thug? He's never fucking done anything to anybody. And why are they so down on him for celebrating the touchdown? Brett Favre celebrates every fucking touchdown. And then you go, calm down. It's fucking ESPN or what? <laughs> like that's kind of how I think, uh, a lot of women are going to take it you know justified or unjustified i understand it it is the onion but it's a pattern too it's not like Mm -hmm. only the onion ever said something bad about a black person ain't that the truth uh you know let's we could also roll over to how uh michelle obama giving out the oscar was uh, a big thing yeah and all of a sudden you look at the comments on all these sites and shit and on twitter uh i dare you to fucking google michelle obama's i mean to search michelle obama at that point because i saw a bunch of gorilla face this mm-hmm. and you know i don't why why don't they just get back to work and nigger and all this shit and it's mm-hmm. like yeah mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. so yeah and then you wonder why uh people still say racism exists and then you wonder why uh you have situations where people say, well, why y'all calling her these names? You know, there are racial, you know, yeah. things attached with this, with, with calling her this. But it's like, well, that's not important. Well, yes, it is because my timeline is full of this bullshit, you know, but you bring it up and they want to continually dismiss it. Right. So, all right, let me um finish these comments. Okay. Um uh professor lca says homosexuality the love that dare not speak his name that's right <laughs> that's right man i think my man uh tone uh shoot maybe the tko tko maybe the t and tko stands for toe oh mm-hmm. that's right 
I got toes. I got, I got toes. toes in different area codes. I got toes. Toes in different cuticles. Hey. Uh, HC says, I read the onion. I read the onion somewhat regularly. I knew the joke they were trying to make and it missed badly. I wasn't outraged, but I immediately recognized they crossed the line and it was indefensible. The onion recognized it too, since they apologized for the first time ever. And that's saying something since they are people that made jokes about stuff like 9-11 and didn't react to the backlash. That's true. That's why when people also were saying like, the apology don't mean shit. I'm like, it don't mean shit to you. Yeah, I think sometimes people <laughs> need to understand when you go, it don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing to you. Yeah. And that's fine if it don't mean nothing to you, but that apology means something to somebody. Well, the importance, uh, and this, and this, you know, whenever someone's been, um, uh, feels like they've been attacked or offended, they forget that the actual important person and an apology is not actually the person necessarily being apologized to. No, it's not. Because they have the uh, right to refuse that apology. They yes, can say, they do. I do not accept this. The only person that matters in the apology is the person who's giving it. Honestly, it's like, did, is this genuine? Did you learn a lesson? Does this mean something to you to have to do this? So honestly, even if you're still like, go fuck yourself, that's fine it's did the onion learn something from this hey true and that's it that's you know and does it make their brand look worse or better um i think them apologizing is definitely it means something to their brand because they've never done it before yes you know and And we'll see what happens bypass that yeah all right we had emails it's gonna be a quick show we had some emails come in um and uh we appreciate everybody that that he took the time out to email the show uh (laughs) did i already read Django's uh I mean, Justin's Django Unchained thesis. Oh, Jesus. I could not have read this. Oh, no. Holy crap. Did this dude really do four pages of shit? Oh, my I'm God. I'm going to tell you right now. He's not reading that. I'm, 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 I'm calling <laughs> truth. You passed the test. He's not reading that. You don't even want to see what it said? Mm-mm. No. Oh, my God. Oh, well, I guess uh, audience. You guys will never know what Justin had to say about Django and uh, if it was funny or not, because uh, Karen has uh, decided that uh, it could not possibly be worth reading any of this. Uh, you passed. You you got your blackness. So you don't even want me to read not one word of it. That's it. I mean, you can if you want to, but I I'm feel a- like he wrote it and I want to see, you know, I want to read at least some of it. Okay. Uh, Django Unchained, one nigger loving white man's take on slavery. <laughs> oh, Lord. This film to me shows exactly how post-racial we are in America. A white man makes a spaghetti western about a slave who racks up quite the body count consisting of all white people except for one. Oh, Lord. I wouldn't consider Steven a white man, as I'm sure some of my other fellow black folk would. He was just a nigger trying to get make an honest living gaming as many crackers as possible. <laughs> hell is wrong with him i hope people paid attention to how he stood up straight not crippled or decrepit at all at one point probably not niggers are always talking loud all through the movie and shit that's why i went early before noon as to avoid any chance of having niggers talk all through a movie i very much wanted to see now the white man makes this movie and our most prominent black director of hollywood mr shelton jackson lee spike lee has issues with it it's an embarrassment he says the only thing i can say is it's disrespectful to my ancestors to see that film 
American slavery was not a Sergio Leone spaghetti western. It was a holocaust. My ancestors are slaves stolen from Africa. I will honor them. These words were, of course, after a disappointing release of his latest tearjerker, Red Hook Summer. Now, I did not see this movie, and apparently neither did anyone else. (laughs) No, no, sure didn't. Did something fall around this? So Mr. Mm. Lee was quite, very quite obviously, wait. So Mr. Lee was very obviously quite, how do you say, butthurt that not one supported his latest, that no one supported his latest heavy handed effort. Also, I can safely assume Mr. Lee knew deep in his heart the white man had a hint. I mean, seriously, what a disrespect, what's disrespectful about a black man who can kill white folk and get paid for it? I mean, what's not the like? Oh, Lord. Reason number two. That was just reason one. This film was an embodiment of post-racial America. Olivia Paul or Broomhilda. (laughs) My apologies. I hope that small Freudian slip won't affect my grade. I saw this movie and when it ended, I was quite disappointed. I didn't see more of her. Preferably naked and having passionate jungle bunny sex with Django. Oh, Lord. (laughs) But fully clothed with her infamous I'm too strong a woman to cry face would have been adequate. At first, as previously mentioned, I was quite disappointed when Mr. Roderick Morrow enlightened me when he pointed out that was a role white women have owned exclusively for years. Yes, sir. I thought, okay, she plays a strong, confident, sexy woman who has the most powerful man in the world, pussy whipped like a little bitch. And then this, honestly, she can stop now and be okay. But I hope and know she won't. Carrie Washington is that good. She's just that good. Okay, reason 1.5. Lord, an extension of the first reason. If you don't recall the first reason, please backtrack and reread the first paragraph for it's essential to one uh-huh. understanding of this paragraph. The fact that Mr. Tarantino, a white man, made <laughs> is that oh, his new name, Lord. Mr. Tarantino, a white man? Uh, yep. Made his this movie and Spike Lee, a black man, didn't like it, and we didn't boycott this movie. We just said, "Shut your old ass." Uh, shut your old ain't had a hit in decade crying nigger baby ass up oh, for God. a former slave killing whiteies i'm in says post-racial to me much more than a half and half president in fact see this is no longer the unspoken and sometimes spoken disdain any longer between blacks and whites rod has himself spoken on how he loves his white friends i myself well let's call it white i myself <laughs> have made, have many white friends and have enjoyed the company of white females on many an occasion now are those things happening in, in a non-post-racial i don't think not i mean i think not in conclusion i must say i appreciate django and chain very much for unlike my fellow negroes i can see the impact I can read between the lines <laughs> and see how post-racial this movie is. Whether you've made it this far or not, please post this somewhere public so I may help my fellow black man to understand. Hopefully they can understand and I'm not over their heads as this was with this, so to speak. Thank you for your time, sir. See, that wasn't so bad, Karen. No, it wasn't. Was a- I just heard four pages. I was like, mm. <laughs> that was very funny. I'm not posting this anyway. This is your, that's your shit, the hoe. Um, Damien says, my niggas, what up, young? Rod and Nap, King Karen, uh, Nap Queen Karen, uh, I was listening to Shut That Nigger Baby Up, up, and I realized I had a similar situation to you at the gas tank, Rod, but mine was with a homeless dude. Uh-oh. Because remember in that episode, I talked about, I went to the gas station, and this uh, African dude was trying to give me some type of pamphlet for little kids, talking mm-hmm. about awake. Anyway, so I was at the racetrack gas station in Smyrna, uh, which is a suburb in Atlanta. 
and this homeless dude startled me which was which was uh strike one when that nigga said sir can you help me get something to eat i was kind of feeling charitable and said i will go in here with you and buy you something to eat which i thought was a reasonable christian thing to do so this nigga says that's all right i will just take the money nope no, no. That's when you know it's not sincere. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Because it's one of those things where you go, I want something to eat. Okay, I will buy you some food so I know that you, the food, you're actually eating food and not going and spending it on other things. Mind you, I'm six seven and I tip the scales at about 275, 280. I haven't been on a scale in the grip, but this nigga bitched up instantly. He says, man, I didn't mean that, man. I just wanted to get something to drink right fast. I won't bother you again. Moral of the story is you can't do nothing for a nothing ass nigga. I feel you, Rod. Fuck them homeless ass scumbags. The Blackout Tips Nation. Peace out. Chill. That's what he says. TM chill. Um, yeah, man. You got to watch your back with these homeless people out here on these streets, man. They, they don't play that. Um, Ashanti wrote this in. She wrote this to all the shows at the same time, I guess. Um, all in one. Dear Rod and Karen, Chris and Kev, and Brandon, Twan, Deidre, and X-Mike. Hi, guys. I know that addressing this email to three different podcasts might be unusual, but since there's no email for the NWFO, I hope you all, <laughs> I hope you all will bear with me. I've been listening to all three shows since October or so. I wanted to drop you guys a line to give my compliments. As a listener of Twib, I caught on the ride and then Karen by following their appearances to other shows. I was turned on to the insanity check and where's my 40 acres? Holy hell, what a triumvirate of fuckery. <laughs> triumvirate of fuckery thank you from movies music reality tv twitter madness guest the race etc your shows cover it all and are so funny they should have a warning from the surgeon general surgeon general's office i don't know if it's possible to die from laughter but you may be killed by it there's no work (laughs) there's no working out at the gym taking a run slicing veggies nothing so i tend to listen at work long sigh rod karen chris kev brandon twine deidre mike the Blackout Tips and Sandy Check and Where's My 40 Acres are solid shows, and I thank you guys for all your hard work that you do, for all the fucked up opinions and hilarious ratchet stories. There's no, <laughs> there's no obfuscating, obfuscating the fact that you are all conscientious and thoughtful people and it shows in your work. Thank you so much. Respectfully, Ashanti, and no, I'm not the crap singer. So, awesome. Thank you very much. And Brandon actually responded back to her. Um, uh, through the email uh, but you know i'll tell her right now on the podcast ashanti we go together now so oh thank you for all of your uh kind words and um if uh you're on twitter just let me know and i'll follow you back um tony says what up rod and karen i went to the barber the other day and got my dose of espn first take they started in on lebron's pregame dunk show rod they mad Yes, there is. Yo, LeBron James is continuing the and summer. And they did the Harlem Shake. They was thought about that. Yeah, he is continuing the summer of Brian into uh, the regular year. It's yep. winter of Brian at this point. <laughs> it is. It's ridiculous, dog. Like, that Harlem Shake video is the best thing I've ever seen. Ain't it, though? I watched that shit like 27 times. It's so good. Like, I love that they're just having fun with their championship rings and they millions of dollars. Ain't that the truth. And people are just mad for no reason. And and the thing is, it's funny, though, when people talk about LeBron James, it was like, uh, ever since he won the ring, they talk about his stats and statistics and how the team's playing better. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, 
he is motherfucking happy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they really realize this. He's the type of player where after he got that ring, he went, fuck y'all. Now I can play and just be happy playing and being me and not worry about the stress and not worry about have you won a ring yet and mm-hmm. not have to worry about have you won MVP. And he was like, I don't have to worry about none of that shit. I can actually go out here and play ball and be happy. And because of his style of play, he's very contagious. Passing gets contagious. Running up and down the court gets contagious. That's why they got this winning streak going on. And in my mind, if he's happy, it's almost like it spreads throughout the whole team. And you can tell that they are a lot happier bunch. And it makes people furious that all the shit y'all complained about, statistically, he improved everything. Yeah. I always feel like Pat Riley is the one that comes up with these, by the way. Because Pat Riley always got some Uh weird-ass team-building shit, like... Uh, he'll like he'll just uh like I think he had everybody put something in a hat one time and they couldn't open it up until they won the championship and then they open it up and you get your stuff back or something just weird shit like that and um I wouldn't be surprised if Pat Riley old ass is watching Harlem Shake videos it on the like, internet. It was like this is some just y'all need to do this boys. Yeah, he was just called down to Spolster is like uh Eric, let me talk to you for a second. Um, you, we need to do this Harlem Shake uh video. So we need to get this done for the heat. LeBron and those guys need to let people know. Um, so yeah, they, I don't know, man, that dude is just, LeBron's a beast and it's so good to, to see that dude happy, man. Cause I root for that kind of shit. I don't really care that much about, uh, you know, necessarily the outcome of sports and shit because, you know, so it's all kind of bullshit to keep us preoccupied with uh mundane things and mm-hmm. so that we are distracted from our yeah, own they mortality. ain't got a wintertime song because if they did we play that shit we gotta wait to the summer yeah to distract from our own ment- mortality and stuff so um anyway i couldn't hold in my laughter when skip said he needs to stop if he's not gonna do it at the all-star weekend yeah there's this thing that he does where he like throws the ball off the the backboard and like does these trick dunks during the layup drill before games and fans love it and bring their kids early and stuff and they were they were watching it like, well, why isn't he in the dunk contest if he's gonna do this? And it's like, you know what, man? Because the dunk, why. yeah, because he don't want to be in it. He want to dress nice and have a good time Saturday night, not and have he, to take a shower. Yes, and enjoy your All Star weekend, yeah. dog. And before the mics could even cool off, the Heat released a sh- Harlem Shake video. I watch that joint every morning and during lunch now. I know you <laughs> two will keep the funny coming. We appreciate all that you do. Shout out to Rod for playing that legging song a few song a few weeks ago. Dorm t- Dormtainment is my guilty pleasure. Yeah, that legging song is is trill. It's the realest. But uh, yeah, man, uh, th- that 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 Harlem Shake shit is is so trill. Y'all should all watch it. It's only a minute long. So it doesn't even take a long time. But that's, uh, you'll watch it more than once because you'll be laughing so hard. Um, Miss Crisable, last email of the day, she says, name Miss Crisable, date 2-2013, class Afro-American culture 2351, uh, black ratchetness, a.k.a. black blackness. <laughs> black uh, school, Google University, School of Hard Knocks, professors, Dr. Ratch Adam and Ivana Knapp, Ph.D., MBA, BAP, BBC, PYT, Esquire. <laughs> what is wrong with her? Uh, sometimes, uh, Miss Crystal does, will do or say something so ratchet that I forget how smart she is and then she'll do something like this and be like, damn, that girl's smart too. She is very, <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, but she really is. 
um after rolling my eyes about the backlash melissa harris perry received after critiquing pilf uh i'm assuming that's president i like the fuck my eyes continued to roll to the backlash pilf received about telling dudes how to grow the fuck up now the question you may be asking is that maybe i'm just uh too i'm just backlash averse but the real question you should be asking yourself is what would djd and that is what would yes what would Django do Django would kill any and everybody who got in the way of his family he wouldn't buy into the learned self-helplessness that affects so many of our people now i don't expect all black men to be as exceptional and awesome and murderous as Django and obama definitely not murderous no chris dorner but you gotta look you gotta look at the opposite end of the delicious scrumptious spectrum of black maleness may i present exhibit a a for ain't shit shawty low Mm-hmm. i follow you me too seeing as how most black males with offspring fall within the obama and shawty Lowe territory to the black academics and blipsters who think that especially two-parent homes bound by a written contract is played out uh black folks still helpless victims all single moms are awesome all black women are strong and the gov is effect the gov is effective at fa- filling in the gaps of a low-income single parenthood parent households uh, I present to you the come on though theory based on a healthy dose of community pressure. For example, come on though, white and foreign born black babies uh, apply community pressure, um, some healthy and some not so healthy to have their folks marry or at least not die alone. So they can't America. So, so why can't American black folk do the same without it being a freak big friggin' deal? Yeah, I agree, man. Um, I do find the idea that you can't tell a men, black men particularly, that you can't even broach the idea of, hey man, be a fucking father if you're gonna have a baby. Ain't that the truth? And that somehow that is taboo in the discussion that you can't have because we gotta talk about the government and all yeah, these programs you know, and the systematic you know, incarceration and and, 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 a, and, and a lot of that and that you, and i know you got to finish but not to go off intentions a lot of that makes me angry because it's it's one of those things where for some reason if you take your dick and you put it in the pussy and y'all fuck and you decide that you you gonna bust a nut and the baby come out you are held accountable and responsible and fathers are the first men that little girls ever fall in love with. And people underestimate the responsibility and the power of fatherhood in children's lives, male or females. And it's one of those things where it's like, don't talk about the dudes, but we can constantly gripe on bad mothers, you know, and, and, and them not doing what they're supposed to do. But when you go, it took two. I didn't go and grab no sperm off the counter and put it in myself. So, you know what? You need, if, if I'm going to be here, you got to be here too. And I'm, I'm not saying you got to be in the house, but it's one of the things where you need to be a part of their lives. It's, it's one of the things with common sense. It's like everybody wants to fuck, but nobody wants to be accountable for what happens once a child you know comes comes into the world and it's one of those things where if you do grown-up things you have to take grown-up responsibilities and i see nothing wrong with calling men out men or women just parents period for not doing their responsibility because you know what and and this is something me and roger talked about it's really really strange when you go and 
you 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 want to give uh and, and and this is not man bashing but this is just what what I've seen it's it's funny how uh, you know you deal with men who want a cookie for doing their fucking jobs as far as standing up and being a man you shouldn't have to I shouldn't have to reward you for taking care of your offspring you shouldn't have to get a gold star for saying I want to be a part of my child's life Right. And maybe this is something I look at. You know what I'm saying? If, if you know, you fuck me, we have kids. I shouldn't have to constantly take you to, to court for you to pay child support. I shouldn't have to hunt you down. I shouldn't have to force you to be a part of your child's life. You know, and, and it's a two-way street when it comes to that. And, and I'm not man bashing, but, but this is just what I've seen. It's frustrating because I came from a single-parent home. It's frustrating when a mother looks into her child's eyes because her daddy a father or him or her has disappointed them. I'm going to bring you something for Christmas and they never show calling calling and say I'm going to be there for that birthday and that child is sitting there looking hours at the window and you get no phone call and you get no email and you get nothing and and, and the parent having to sit there and, and, and talk to their child and tell them baby it's going to be alright and then they wonder why a lot of these women are bitter and angry right. and, and, and outlast and say you know what fuck all men or whatever their anger may be that you know and, and, and that's real issues and those are real things and people talk about what's happening to the black community is parents you have to boil down to parents i'm not saying that everybody that you have a child with that you have to marry and be happily ever after but every offspring that you bring into this world you should be held accountable for male or female yeah that's just no good way to, to say it because the way that the government and a lot of people measure that is through marriage so it's like, oh, well, you're married to the mom. So obviously you're being a father. You're being good. Enough. You're in the house. Mm-mm. When honestly, uh, it's actually a lot simpler than that. Be a fucking father if you're going to have a child or don't have children. That's that, it. That's the, that's the whole It's really point. not, it's not a complex thing. No, it's and not. I don't think I have to talk about, you know, maybe the president does, but I fucking don't have to talk about, uh, incarceration rates and unemployment and all this shit. You are grown enough to fucking come inside somebody. Ain't that the truth. You gotta be grown enough to handle what the fuck the results of that is. And, and be accountable and be responsible and not get angry. And, and the thing is that it's two ways to that because you also have men that literally want to be good fathers and they're dealing with a crazy ass mother that says, yeah, I'm not, you, you know, know what, what I'm saying? No, I'm not talking about those people because that's what in, that's always what fucks up this conversation yes. we start bringing up other situations where well some men are good men and some men but, do that you y- know yes, what we're not are. talking about you if you're trying nobody's fucking talking about no, you no we're not let's just talk about so many fucking people, people that are like i ain't taking care of these kids yeah and you, fuck it i'm out yeah and, and and then and then and then the thing that makes me mad is that you got a bunch of ain't shit people out there and then you have people that do do the right thing but yet you want to stand and say these ain't shit people have a right no you don't if you have children you need to stand up and be accountable and be responsible because it's more to a child than having a child a child and it's more than just you throwing them a few hundred dollars at her here and there because the thing is that the person who has the child has the most expensive of that child that little bit of money they take out your punk ass check is nothing compared to the parent that has that child it's a lot of yeah. expenses then, that I'm, go behind that i mean and then there's this other part of it too where um you know a lot of a lot of people they're not they're not taking care of their kids and society has kind of decided like well it must be some other reason that you won't take care of your kids well it must be because you don't have enough money or like 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 there aren't poor fathers all all over the country that find a way to fucking come through. Um That's the, and also they act and this is a more of a democratic thing and 
you know one of the reasons i don't call myself a, a liberal democrat whatever it, there's this assumption that somehow if you are in a bad situation you have to be a criminal you have to be um so like you just immediately go to this place of well that's because there's so so many of these black men are locked up and taken away from their kids like locked up for nothing or locked up for doing shit because if it's locked up for doing shit you actually do have choices to make now look maybe it's tougher to not be a drug dealer but if you have a fucking kid you need to be making some tough decisions like i'm not gonna be dealing drugs and the fact that i can't even say that unless we talk about 12 other fucking things before we get down to personal responsibility yeah is that's what that's what confuses the argument like it's not a you know, and, uh, you know, and the, the thing that I give, uh, Melissa Harris Perry credit for is, is that at the, by the end of her argument, she kind of came around to the, the only point that really matters. The government can't do any of this shit. And no, There's nothing the government can do, do to solve personal responsibility and get people to be fathers that are literally like, I'm not raising my fucking kid. Fuck you. I'm out. You and, really and, can't. The government can't solve that. They they can't. The only thing they can do is arrest you, put you in jail and things well, like that. It, they, but but it, it doesn't, doesn't really solve of, the problem of you not being there. There's nothing that can solve it. There's yes. not, there's no amount of money you can give that is the same as being a good father. No, it's not. There's no amount of uh, prison time that will uh, that can replace quality time. So the fact that we can't fucking have this discussion or without it being some type of attack on black men it's like um well then don't do the shit like i don't feel attacked why because i don't have no kids and if i did i fucking take care of them so yeah. you ain't attacking me you know what i mean like yeah and, and, i have no problems and, and, being like yeah that's fucked up take care of your goddamn kids yes and it's like, like you said it's one of those things where if you're a good father we're not talking to you we're talking to the people that you see on twitter and you see on facebook they get angry and they get mad about doing their fucking jobs and responsibilities and standing up and being yeah. a good father that's all we ask and honestly the defense that people think they have for these dudes is not having their back it's not helping like if you think bringing up uh drug statistics and shit like that is helping somebody who's just literally like i'm not gonna raise my kid it's not it's fucking not go raise your fucking kid because be responsible motherfucker is that fucking simple as hard as that choice is you fucked up already Go be a fucking father. You know, I'm sure that there's some fathers that should not be around families and shit like that. I understand that. You know, my father came from a situation where he was having issues like that. But the point being, there's a lot of people who are totally capable of stepping up if challenged. Yeah. If the government can't do it mm -mm. and the the women themselves can't really even do it. Nope. It's got to come from other men being like, nigga, are you fucking serious? That's right. You got a kid and you don't fucking take care of it? What's fucking wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know, why are you at the club right now? Yeah, and a lot of times it's like, it's like, it's more, I won't say they get rewarded, but it's one of those things where they don't care enough. It, it, you know, it's like, well, nigga, that's not me. I don't care, but I take care of my kids. But that you're not putting the pressure on him to stand up and be accountable and responsible for his offspring. And at the end of the day, it's like what we said before, people are fucking without condoms and shit like that. So guess what you're going to have? You're going to have children. If that's the case, wrap up. Yeah. Don't put your dick in the pussy. Yeah, I mean, it's just that flat, yeah. simple about it. People having these kids, they're not mature enough to make the right decision and shit. And, you know, that's one of the things, you know, we got to definitely have 
promote birth control and stuff like that and but at the end of the day there's a type of personal responsibility that just simply has to be it has to be taught or it has to be intrinsic but what however it is if it's not there then this is what we have a bunch of dudes that you know don't want to raise their kids yeah and my thing is that and it falls on both parties but it's sad in our society it's like all oh, because the woman has the children all the responsibility for some reason yeah. falls on her like it was no penis involved in the actions well, most people child. honestly most people aren't capable of a higher level of thought when it comes to that honestly it's like they've over they've overthought it to where they've simply like They've overthought it to a point where pretty much a woman has to be a precog and and fucking know everything that's going to happen in the future. And, and, and before and, she even, and, 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 you know, lays with a dude, she and, needs to know every possible avenue. And that way we can always come down to blame her because that's what society does yeah, is and, find and, a way to blame. And, and a it's woman. impossible and it's unrealistic. And at any day it takes two. It takes two. And that's the thing that upsets me. It takes two. Right. And so if it takes two to make it, it takes two to raise it. Right. And, and it frustrates me when everybody wants to blame all the well, responsibility on one. No, well, that's also. So um, something I find just as insidious, though, is because people want to promote uh, gender equality and sexual preference equality that they try to turn it into this other argument that is not that just really doesn't apply. Whenever a dude has sex with a woman and they produce a kid and that dude doesn't take care of it, then they want to throw in these other agendas like, so are you saying that the family unit can only be a man and a woman and a child? And it's like, no, but we talking about those families. So let's not try to distract into into your agenda and your little cause that you want to get into. That's cool. Nobody's against that. Raise as many kids as you fucking want. That's this ain't about y'all though. No, this ain't a your problem. It's no, just, if there was uh tons of gay people walking away from kids, I'd be fucking talking about that. I would too. But that's not the epidemic that we're faced ain't with. Ain't that right the now. truth? So if we're gonna admit that hey, this shit is epidemic proportions. You don't get to start throwing in these hypotheses and the theories, theories and that, fucking that, like that, academic that, arguments that don't apply to what we're talking about yeah. right here. It's like, oh, were you shaming families that got uh you know two fathers that take care of kids? No, no. actually. I applaud that. Y'all can sit this one out. Not talking about your ass right now. No, we're not talking about two women. We're not talking about two men. We're talking about a man and a woman. No, we're talking about men that aren't raising their kids. Yes, men. Period. Black men that are not raising their kids is the only fucking thing we're talking about. Stop trying to change the subject. That's yeah, it. yeah, and be, because at the, at the end of the day, you 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 talk about other shit and you bring stuff to the table. Where at the end of the day, we can't get down to to the real yeah. issues at the end of the day, which is men standing up, taking responsibilities, and being accountable for their own fucking for shit, dick for shit you're supposed to do. Like, yes, like, why should I get your cookie for doing your job? Right, and so it's like they want to turn it into like, well, what about this thing? Not what we're talking about. No, stop. Yeah, stop it. We can talk about that shit on another, another day. day, but. We're not talking about you and you don't get to come in and steal this issue. If it wasn't an epidemic, if it wasn't a problem, then we could talk about this other shit. But yes. it's a problem. Yes, it is. And that, shit, that shit is not going to make someone go in and raise their kid uh, and be a good father and fucking grow up themselves and stop being little boys and, and mature. It's not going to happen as long as we keep going. Okay, well, let's talk about, you know, is it even proper for someone to promote the nuclear family as a man, woman? Uh, in this case, yes. 
in this case yes and was well, it proper to talk about marriage well honestly um it might not be but in this case uh that's the alternative like we don't have the time for a bunch of like nuance when a motherfucker ain't doing what the fuck they're supposed to ain't do that the truth. A basic responsibility you don't have time to be like well i guess in this case uh it could be this no let's talk about what is happening and then we can have a discussion about can, that other stuff yeah. later on but we can debate think, theory later let's yes, debate theory yeah, another day but 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 theory and and the reality of what's happening when you have uh especially in the african-american community large percentage of children that are from single parent homes because the daddies was like fuck this i'm out yeah if you listen to this show and you're not taking care of your kid and you know you fucking can you should feel ashamed yes you should period you should feel ashamed yeah and and and, and like and, you should feel ashamed turn yes, this shit off and go start making plans to be part of your kid's life yes you make it's fucking shame make, dog make, like that make, kid is gonna be fucked up man be a fucking parent if you're capable of being a parent go fucking be a parent make, make the steps that's if, right you know if there's something wrong in you like personally like you feel like you're fucked up and you go can't be a father fixed. you need to start making steps to fix yourself yes. so that you can be a father because there's no fucking excuse to keep putting these lives on this earth and not giving a fuck somebody gotta give a fuck and it need to start with you period mm-hmm. it doesn't matter about who's in drugs and who's been in jail and who mm. can get a job and who no. can't you gotta start somewhere it doesn't matter. You've already fucked up this one life, and maybe it's your own. Don't fuck up the next one. I, and I know it's so. And like I said, for me coming from a single parent home, I I completely understand what it what it does and how it feels to be uh, a single child with a single mom. And the thing is that everybody said, "Well, you turned out fine." Okay, but a lot of people don't. And right. a lot of times people really don't know what goes on behind the scenes, all the emotional damage that happens, all the uh, mental damage that happens, all the, you know, you have yeah. to mature, you have to grow up, all the questions that you ask. It. I can't speak for everybody else, but being angry at Father's Day when Father's Day come around and just yeah. being bitter and a lot of, lot of stuff wrapped up in there. And especially if you're in a situation where your family does not really talk about the father being gone or don't bring him up yeah. or don't mention him and shit like that. And you got questions and you want to know these things. And, and I can't speak for anybody else, but I'm going to go a little bit into my history. I don't even know who my daddy is. I don't, I wouldn't know that man if he stood right beside me. So it's one of those things where I don't have any children, but if I ever had children, whoever I have my children by most likely will be Roger. Cause one of the things where it's going to be, yeah, you know, possibly we'll see, you know, most, most likely, you know, not, not unless you start to die on me or oh, something like anybody. that. It could be anybody. It could be anybody. Yeah. I need some DNA testing. Yeah. Be, 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 be sure. Be, I, like be, be, I like to be sure. I've seen enough. Uh, uh more Murray show. Yeah. You know, we will be sure we go through the whole DNA testing and yeah. stuff like that, you know, but I'm, I'll put it this way, man. There's always something you can do. That's, that's the beauty of America. If you believe in America, there's always something you can do, mm-hmm. something that can be done. That's and, and that I do believe in that in this country. There's always something that could be done. And, and so, if you like want to get your shit together and contribute to the greater society by raising some a child, then fucking get it done, man. There's always something. There's never a there's never a point where you need to be like. I'm out. I'm not contributing at all to this person I brought into the world. That's all I'm saying. And, 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 and it's one of those things where I think a lot of times people find people that came from single parents home with that. Well, you made it. Why can't everybody else make it? Baby, I don't represent everybody. Most people don't. 
Most people yeah. are fucked up on drugs, prostitutes, pimps, and everything else underneath the world based off a childhood. And people fail to realize this. A lot of people's decisions that they make growing up are based off of what happens to them when they're three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. Not when they're forty five. Right. So don't be trying to come back when the nigga is LeBron James like, Hey son, uh, that's all you got that contract. Uh it's me, you pops. Anyway, now I love myself some MHP like how I love MJB. No tea, no shade. All real love, MJB. And all, and of course, I love myself some Elonce and a, and I'm at a, <laughs> and AKA Team Blackness, AKA Democracy's Child. But after listening to the fo- to folks rebuke the president's statements, I just conjured up images of Damon Wayans in jail and living color talking about some, the white man is holding us back, man. And I just started yawning. Yes, there is a lot of institutionalized racism that holds dudes back from living it up like their white coke head uh, counterparts. But come on, y'all. Are a bunch of baby boys. Shout out to the god Tyrese. I, oh Lord. I've made a career out of helping very, very poor single mothers, and I can only name two active fathers, and one was only eighteen at the time. Um, yeah, that's the thing, man. All these fucking excuses that people making for these dudes, man. Mm-hmm. Like nothing but, but excuses. You, you listen. Being a black male in America is a high wire act. It really is, and I respect that. And I understand that that's a struggle, blah, blah, blah. But it is your lot. Deal with it or don't fucking deal with it. If you're having an issue with it, don't be bringing kids in here and not taking care of them. Ain't that the truth? If it's too, if life's so hard that I gotta fuck up this other person's life. Nah, man, do your fucking thing, duty, and take care of your goddamn kids. Mm-hmm. And if that's fucked up to say, then I'll just be the fucked up nigga that's saying I know it. it's so. I um, know it's so. I ain't running for office, so don't vote. Yeah, y'all, I don't care. You fuck, you take care of your kids if y'all, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We might not have the most popular show, but I, I feel like I'm right. I know it's so, and I'm with you. <laughs> but I think Obama and Jay-Z has helped black fathers. I've seen more black and Latino men and boys carrying around darky babies than ever before. So big O for the win. Yeah, I hope so, man. I mean, if people that do believe that, uh, celebrities and music and pop culture influence, uh, young people to do things, then I hope that it influences fatherhood to be cool. I mean, Jay-Z did get niggas to wear button-up shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully he can get people to, uh, you know, raise their kids. Um, but come on, homes. Homes away from homes with multiple loving, reasonable adults caring for children, whether it's two married people, regardless of gender, multi-general, multi-generational households, households with single parents will produce decent kids for the most part, minus the outliers, but, uh, but that's what Pilf said. So in conclusion, nigga, I know y'all been through it both. Y'all did the wrong things. You obviously love her. So grow the fuck up and cut the bitch or cut the bitch off so she can be free to marry the bitch or marry the bitch. These are all Miss Christabel's words. I ain't calling these women bitches. <laughs> Get off of section eight so that voucher can be freed up for someone who really needs it. Take advantage of a trade program, register and vote folks with common sense in the office. So O can be, can get a MF and job bill out there so you can get the work. Now I have bullets of points. So no Sandy hook. Oh, uh, why Miss Christabel? Why? <laughs> To be read until my bleakness is fully realized. Blackness is fully realized. But please just read the last two bullets. All right. Stop being lazy and selfish. Be your own advocate because bees be crazy. Help your kids. I turned out fine theory is dumb. Grow up, V-man. V-man up. Oh, grow up versus man up. Mm -hmm. Baby boomers, self-pleasure seeking versus group of awesomeness think. 
uh world war ii and add to racism for both i don't even understand that one that's too deep i'm sure it's very smart miss crystal but uh you outdepth me drugs <laughs> drugs equal uh see arrested development for not Oh, Arrested Development for Real, not the hip-hop group or TV show, at which both were awesome. Drugs make it so that developmentally you stay the age you were from when you first started using drugs until you're actively pushed forward. That's a reason to do so... That's a reason to so, so, so many dumbass, immature 50, 40, and 60-year-olders. My co-parent experience equal decent. We black women stroke y'all egos, y'all scoot off. Yeah, yeah, and that happens a lot. And I don't, I think it's a, a thing where black women are pushed down upon so much that it's like, well, we need to show people we're not angry. We're not running you off. We're not, don't be afraid of us. We love you. Stay strong, brother. And these are their sons. These are, you know, mm-hmm. the, the people that they do have some type of love for. And honestly, that's why we need black daddies because women give that type of love and that's cool. And I know that women, a lot of women will never see eye to eye with a lot of shit that men do. But, um, if you're going to be a man in the kind of society that we have, you do need a dude to come in and kick you in the fucking balls once in a while. Sorry, yeah. but that's just the way I've seen life through my experience. Uh, sometimes you need a dude to come in and show you how to do dude shit. And you need a dude that will fucking tell you, uh, with certain type of authority, I have a dick also, and this is the way you fucking do whatever this thing is. And there, is, you know, for those that are just like, well, all genders are equal and we can't see anything. I'm sorry. When it comes to parenting, a lot of guys are that, that are in coming in these situations and coming out where they're like, I didn't have any, um, I don't see anything wrong. A lot of these dudes that actually get into this shit where they think black women are the problem. It's because they've never really seen black men. Like, True. so they get out and they're like, you know, the problem is these women are fucking everything up. It's like, yeah, cause you think that because you're only, you only got to experience the flaws of your mother because she's the one who was there. Yeah. You know, you never like, got to see the flaws of your father. Yeah. yeah. You don't, and, and, and fathers get a different type of pass uh, from society and from children where it's like, uh, well, daddy couldn't have did no wrong. Mama's just a crazy ass bitch. Nothing he could do about yeah, it. Yeah, but and, when that's not when that's not the reality of it, yeah. and, and even and even in something simple, they've done studies and statistics, and they've said that uh, when it comes to teaching children how to potty train, most mothers teach children how to potty train, yeah. and they said that the boys take twice as long to potty train than girls. Why? Because women don't have dicks. Right. Yeah. It's just, I and mean, if we can't even accept that or talk about that, then I mean, you're fucked already. Like we just, we already decided like fuck these kids. So yeah, uh, do, uh, black women aren't always building up, uh, black men. And this is a situation where I'm like, fuck that. Nigga be a father. It's not even about you and your plight and all that. Everybody yeah. got problems. Everybody got problems. Everybody Raise got your fucking problems. kids. Everybody got issues. Everybody got bills. Everybody got all this other shit just like you, but there are people that have found a way to be, to step up and be fathers. Raise your kid or don't have one. Um, Period. Yes. Hood Darwinism, hood roaches and rats, survival of the fittest. Gangs equal family violence to prove loyalty and secure income. Uh, why uh, Obama, why Obama talk about mass shooting folks on some what on some what about inner cities when old talk about inner city violence when folks say that what uh what about mass murders outliers shut the fuck up uh i don't know what she means 
while obama talk about mass shootings folks on some what about inner cities when well, i'll talk about inner city violence then folks say what about mass murder outliers oh okay yeah yeah they try to switch it on them where it's like oh so you would talk about that but what about the inner city then he goes to the inner city and he's like well look these are the kind of problems we're facing you guys got to be uh fathers and then it's like no what about the uh the the, the mass shooters that's what we really here to stop and like mm, no y'all can't have it both ways no you can't Reason for backlash not to diminish the experience of too many Gen X and millennial blacks not to limit female roles. I don't understand that one. Reason for backlash not to to diminish the experience of too many Gen X and millennial blacks not to limit female. I don't know. Still don't get it. Thank you. God bless. Good night. Hugs and kisses, Miss Crisable. Thank you, Miss Crisable, for writing in. I didn't even know that I cared that much about that shit until you brought it up. True. I was just like, uh, why wouldn't you be a father? Oh, wait a minute. You're right. People do not talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, be a father, um, to your kid. And, uh, thanks to listen to the blackout tips. Uh, this feedback show turned out to be quite different than what I thought it would be. I thought it'd be about an hour long and, uh, thought that I wouldn't really have shit to say, but, um, yeah man um go be parents to your fucking kids that's the um, truth if you're listening to this and you're a deadbeat father or you're not involved in your child's life um get over yourself and go fucking be there because with a kid is a one and zero binary type of situation yes it is either there you're not dog yeah, and 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 at, and at the end of the day, uh, on the real though, if you know you got problems, you got issues, or other things that you're dealing with, get yourself together. Yeah, and then go back and just try to make amends and and and. But don't wait until you think, well, I'm all the way fixed and now I can do it. Yeah. Once you start working on yourself, start trying to be a father. Yes. Period, man. Yes. Once, if you're once- a black dude, we are at the crisis state yeah so go be a father man like when you're working on your shit don't be like well when i get this corporate job i'm gonna come back no, no. you never will do that's the shit right. right now while you're thinking about it yep yep that's, seriously and that's that's all we ask and 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 and, and it's regardless of the color of skin be a good father be a yeah. father period just 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 be a father that's, if that's all we ask like honestly man the difficulty that you're thinking of like man it's too hard to go back to this situation there's nothing more difficult than you not being there. Ain't for that your the child. truth? There's nothing gonna ever be more difficult than that. So I don't want to hear any fucking excuses. I don't give a fuck about crimes. I don't give a fuck about your pol- political correctness, gender equality, your, whatever your agenda is, feminism. I d- d- don't have shit to do with what I'm saying right now. Only thing I care about is people being fathers if it don't apply to you shut the fuck up get out of my face i don't want to hear it i don't want to read it i don't have anything to say to you mm-hmm. so if it's about uh can two women raise a, a, a boy to be i don't care that's irrelevant to at least this you, discussion can two men yeah. that's irrelevant to y'all y'all got y'all already got two y- you're doing fine that's all we asking is for two <laughs> this ain't about y'all <laughs> oh we, you got the two covered we're trying to get other people to two all right yeah. we, we got some a lot of ones in the possible out yeah. here ones in the maybes <laughs> and we trying to know, get them to two and we got too many spades covered Cutting it up, right. you know, cutting up the hearts, right. breaking the hearts. I don't care about your crime fees. You know, you I got, don't care yeah, about your yeah, marijuana you, possession. Yeah, you got too many suits in the clubs. Yeah, yeah come I on don't, now. Don't care about your marijuana possession. Don't care about your whatever your history is, your background. Get go be a father. Yeah, just because yeah, go. just because you can't buy you know buy your baby diamonds, don't mean you can't be a good father. All right, man. Uh, if nothing else, 
it'll help you be a better person yes it will because you you can't be feeling right right now not taking care of your fucking kid ain't that the truth there's no way you think that you're a good person and you don't take care of your kid you that there's no you're not human if you just if you think somehow you're okay as a human being neglecting your child something is fucking wrong with you yeah and just because you of age and just because you got a dick yeah. and just because you can fucking make a girl pregnant don't make you a man yeah, and you think, once you start talking about that people go well i'm a man nah nigga are you taking care of your responsibilities are you really yeah. doing man shit fucking a bitch does not make you a man yeah if you feel like if you feel like you can sleep at night comfortably every night knowing that you have a little life out there that would love to see nothing you. more than to have you in it and that baby don't care about you having money. That yeah. baby don't care about your background. That baby don't care what you did in your past. Yeah. That child is unforgiving. That child goes, you my daddy, and that's all that matters. Yeah. No matter what, you might not have money. You might not have car. You might not have whatever. One thing everybody is given is time. Yes, and they are. If you won't even spend that, the thing that we all have, that the only currency that matters, you won't even spend that shit with your kid? Fuck is wrong with you, man? Anyway, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I guess it'll be Brandon uh, and Deidre from Where's My 40 Acres, half hey. of that ratchet crew. Yes. And uh, we're going to be talking it up, man. We're talking about a bunch of crazy shit. I'm sure of it. Of uh, course. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow at 10 a.m. Uh, until then, uh, go to theblackgaltest.com. Uh, check out the about section for all the contact info, five-star reviews on iTunes. Um, and don't forget to keep donating. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Uh, sorry we ran on about this fatherhood shit, but hey. Yeah, I take is, that seriously. Yeah, this is the, this is a blackout test feedback show. We just fed back into some other shit. <laughs> um, talk to you guys, uh, tomorrow. So until then, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.
Everything. 